0: Cold Open, I think, works better where we're talking about shit. Yeah. And then we can um, edit in the little title card, maybe some crappy acoustic guitar. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the way that you do it is you just go, like, so this is Don't Start Me Talking. I'm Benny Williams.
1: I'm Rick Owens.
0: That's right. That's your name. Yes, it is. All right. Already. So uh, we made it to episode two.
1: We have made it this far. We might as well keep going. Yes. Um. Because what, what the fuck else are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What, what, I mean, what else are we doing? Like, it,
0: it isn't that strenuous. I think all these comedians that complain about doing a podcast, it's not that hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. I got the audio recorder. It sounded good. In I, first crushed, episode. I
1: I crushed my finger. It's true. Uh, show the people. I crushed my Don't finger. Don't know how well that'll be focused. That's enough. In a- uh, Hide it. Get it away. Under some stones. And yeah. these fucks are complaining about do- sitting down and talking shit, so like- Yeah. You know. this, this is a working man. Working man. Working legend. Yeah. Uh, you, know. you know. And you know this know? is our friend, the plant. Yes. La plant, the plant. La plant. La plant, plant, the plant. La plant, the yes. plant.
0: So, um, today we wanted to talk about injuries. Yes, injuries. And illnesses.
1: Uh, I am gonna, it's gonna be a light episode for me, because my friend here has been, (laughs) like, has the health symptoms of, like, a fucking Dickensian street urchin. I have had a lot
0: of things. (laughs) I, uh, like, swine flu rolled into town when I was a kid. Check. Yep, got it. Scarlet Fever. We'll talk a little bit about that. I barely remember it, which like sounds like something from, you know, the Pioneer days. Yeah. Of like, like, oh, that boy he's yeah. not alright. 107 fever. He's got the Scarlet Fever. Just you and in the back like, of a wagon like. Ugh. Yeah. And, and I have had days in my life where it was like that. I've yeah. had asthma attacks that almost killed me hmm. um, at a bird sanctuary. <laughs> I was walking around the Autobahn Society Bird Sanctuary with, like, a bunch of the Cub Scouts, and my, my mom was there. Yeah. And I collapsed. And she, like, brought me back to the the observatory place. This is a quick one, so I'll just say yeah. this one. Um, laid me on the table of this little, like, nature's classroom type of thing. Yeah. And uh, was like, yeah, we can't leave. Like, we somebody else gave us a ride. I don't know what to do. So I just sat on this table waiting for the people to come back
1: from the bird tour, just like... <sighs> Right. Just Darth Vader out of his shell, you know? Exactly.
0: So I've had a lot of illnesses. I've also, I've broken both arms, which I've said before, didn't heal right. Ooh. That was a good one, too. (laughs) The the left
1: doesn't go as loud, because the left healed correctly, kinda. But the right... Every time. Every time. It's it, it's it's gross. It really yeah. is. I wish you would change that about yourself, but I know you can't. But no, sti- I'm just
0: a permanent reminder that there's a skeleton inside of all of us. I, I'm, that's I'm, what
1: I am. I'm still gonna hold it against you that you can't change it. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's you know? it's not a
0: good thing. Yeah. But uh, so that's that's the topic of today's episode, and uh, we already kind of
1: kicked it off with my my asthma. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about an injury first. All right. An injury for me. So. We're going back to Lawton, Oklahoma, like we did in the first episode. Yeah. Again, crows, poor. Did I tell you? A friend of mine. A friend of mine is in Lawton, Oklahoma right now. Oh, God bless him. Yeah. O- old, old friend from school. Acquaintance at this point. Why is he there?
0: Point. No idea.
1: That's pretty much yep. why you go. He,
0: I think there's a nature preserve or something he was going to. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I don't know. I really don't. So Lawton does have a lot of nature preserves. You can see a lot of the buffalo and, like, prairie dogs feed them a little saltine crackers sure. without the salt, little teen crackers and give them to the, uh, the the prairie dogs. But anyway, that's about the only good place, the only good thing about the place when I was there mm-hmm. is the nature preserves. And um, so going back to Hugh Bish Elementary, Hugh bitch or Huge Bitch Elementary, <laughs> and uh, this time I'm at recess. You know? That's where all the fun starts. It is. We all go outside, and we're we're playing Pokemon or Digimon, like, you know, pretending to be, like, you know, our our favorite characters, because we're still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bionicle hadn't happened yet, but that was a huge thing on the playground. Side note. Anyway, we go out there, and of course, all the playground equipment is made of metal. So, it's scorching hot, right? Yeah. Right? So... (laughs) There's, there's, uh, whoever designed this place, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, especially in the middle of the plains. Yeah, just like just crows in the building. (laughs) Well, where else were they going to go? You can hatch an egg. You you could take an egg from the crow and hatch it on the slide. The slide is my enemy. So one of these days, I'm being a little scamp, as you are, you know, Mm -hmm. as a a child, and I decide I'm going to run up this slide. It's not one of those curly doodads. Not not one of those big plastic ones. Like I said, everything is metal. It's one of those. Big ones it's about four feet by eight feet down and has like the uh, iron rebar almost type feel on the on the edge for a handle. I'm shaking thinking about what this could be. Yeah. So I decide one day to run up it in my little sketchers, you know? Just run
0: just run, run up the slide. Run up
1: the slide. <sighs> as you do as a kid, you know? Sure. It's an easier way. Sure. And I slip and my knee collides with that edge of the rebar siding that you put your hand on, you know? Oh, no. And automatically, I can tell something's wrong. Yeah. I had like an out-of-body experience, actually. I was laying on the ground in fetal <laughs> position, holding my kneecap and screaming bloody murder. And I could see as myself in a back... Like, like from above, as all the people surrounded me. It was like when Harry Potter broke his arm in Quidditch. And oh, yeah. Everyone and everyone gathered like around. Goo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They're like, hey, shake it off, kid. Shake it off. I don't know why they're from New York, but. Yeah. Well, they were from all over the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Military families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. callback. I go to the nurse. And she says, what'd you do? And I said, I fell on the slide. And she's like, why were you on the slide in a way that you could fall? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Call mommy, please. And then he, <laughs> she, she called mom, and mom brings me home. And because at this point, the nurse had told her that, like, this isn't a big deal. He's, it's probably just bruised. Yeah, he or, fell, fell on the sprained playground. Sprained. This sprained. happens all the time. So b- before I go home, they send me back to class for my mom to come get me because the, the the nurse's office was always, like, packed with kids falling off the slide and breaking bones and shit. Yeah, it was a dangerous getting place. getting attacked by crows. Yeah, so, yeah. So... I'm going back to the class, and I'm just limping, right? I'm just fucking, like, limping, as you do yeah. when you break a patella. And um, my mom comes and picks me up. She says, uh, you can walk on it, right? I'm like, yeah, I can walk on it. And she just takes me home. No fault of her own. Right. I'm kind of, like, sucking it up a little bit. But eventually, we do go to the uh, the hospital, as you do when you break a bone. Sure. And they're like, oh, this is broken. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> What? And I because like, you think you're fine, and then when you're told, so there's the shock of the event. Right. You calm down. You go to the hospital. You're thinking, oh. Especially good. the first time when yeah. you have no other broken bones before yeah. that. Yeah. You think you're gonna be fine, and then they tell you that you have a broken bone. You're like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So they give me a big fuck off cast. You know the ones that you get Cheerios stuck down in. You had to scratch yeah, yourself yeah. with a knife. Like a cartoon. Yeah. 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 And they give me crutches. And for about, I think it was about two months, I was the fastest motherfucker (laughs) in Hugh Bish Elementary School. Because people would clear out of the way, and I would just, whoa, 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 Yeah, yeah, you get good at it. Yeah, just fucking sailing through the school. Stairs, challenge. But, you know. Of course. You get to the stairs, and then you just. Yeah. And another funny little story there. While I was in that uh, cast, people came to the school and did a puppet show and they gave me one of the puppets because they felt bad for me it was me and (laughs) (laughs) that's good it was me and one of the mentally disabled students who got one of the puppets for free and i was like what Uh, oh thanks (laughs) i was like oh okay cool cool yeah so there you go that's my that's my broken knee story um it still clicks every now and then when i'm trying to walk up the stairs or you know do anything oh, yeah. With my knee.
0: Yeah, the, the injuries don't leave you.
1: I feel it when it rains.
0: <laughs> I, um, yeah, mine, uh, I'll, I guess I'll do my injuries first. Go ahead. Uh, I broke both wrists, as I already said. Right. Um, this one, I broke falling off a swing at my neighbor's house across the street. And what happened was we were all, you know, you'd kick off and you'd jump off the yeah. swing. I didn't kick off, I, I got to the, the part on the ground where you're supposed to, I don't know, where you're supposed to run. Because right? that yeah. was what I was really trying to do. I was just trying to like get to the bottom. You're
1: just trying to get the momentum and take off running. Right, right. Like, like Sonic.
0: You know, it was fun to do. Well, I missed the kick, but my arms were through like I was going to start running. Yeah. So I went up in the air like this, and then I went back down. My arms were through the swing, and I, the momentum, I couldn't grab it. So I fell out of the swing forward. Ooh. I did a front flip, and my arm landed on this back beam that held in wood chips <sighs> like that. And it <clears throat> shattered my wrist. Uh so obviously I'm screaming and crying. We were really good friends with the neighbors. Wasn't their fault at all. It was totally me being an idiot like, you know. Yeah. Um and the neighbors were like, you know, come on, let's go bring you home and and I'm like crying. I remember my stepmom was gone that night. My dad was at the house. Um and he's like, "Ah, uh, you know, you're probably fine." Uh, which is the first response cuz none of us had ever broken yeah. bones. Yeah. Um so uh I'm like all night he he wrapped it some way. All night I'm like sweating. And just like, I can't sleep and it, it, it's too much. Yeah. So we go down to the doctor and they're like, oh no, this is <clears throat> broken. Like he broke his arm. Hmm. So we we got the luckiest like night to go in or, or morning to go in because the guy who happened to be there was the guy from Rhode Island orthopedics, like university orthopedics. Yeah. And he was like, you guys are so lucky because like I moonlight over there. I can just put the cast on right now. And you don't have to put on the temporary cast, wait, get an appointment, do all this stuff. I have all my stuff. If that's okay with you, like, we'll just charge it to the insurance, which we had at that point. Yeah. So it worked out, like, great. I came out with this yellow cast with this bubble wrap on the inside, which you could take in the shower. You could take in the pool. Didn't matter. It wasn't going to fall apart on me. So um, that it worked out better than it probably should have. Yeah. The second time did not. <laughs> um, I'm Fast forward two years. I'm in high school now. And we're um, playing hacky sack, we do this every morning, and we played outs. Outs was you kick the hacky sack out twice, and on the third kick, if somebody gets hit with the hacky sack and it falls to the ground, they're out.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so I lost every day. I sucked at hacky sack. We started a second circle of, like, you know, the loser's circle. And the winner's circle got really intense. So this one kid that was in my advisory lost. And um, I was over in the loser's circle... And he was getting really mad and he was starting a scene with everybody like, I didn't lose. Like, I didn't get out and this and that. We all saw it. So, I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, you know, come over. We're having fun over here. And he's like, don't touch me. And he used the hard F word and he pushed me away. Yeah, yeah. So, I immediately go and I I punch him in the chest like this. Snap. Yeah. Broken. Broken right then. got straight. I cradled my arm. And I walked out of the room. He didn't even care. It wasn't like it started a fight. He knew yeah. that he shouldn't have pushed me and said that. Yeah. And he was like, you know, whatever. And he walked yeah. He walked out of the circle. I walk into the hallway. I sat in between my classroom and the nurse's office was a little bench. And I sat there. And these two girls who came by my advisory, my friend's girlfriend and her, her best friend, Walked by and they go, oh, hey, Ben, what's going on? And I go, I, th- I, I think I broke my arm. And they're like, oh, Ben. <laughs> and so they just go back to the, the advisory. Nobody knew that I had left. Yeah. So I go to the nurse's office. I come in, flop, sweat and everything. And they're like, yeah. oh, God. So they um, had this thing in the nurse's office that was like a form-fitting piece of uh, foam. Yeah. And what you would do is you would put it on and you could, you could keep the arm in place. So they wrapped me up like that. And called my dad. My dad came in and got me. I'm walking out of the nurse's office and that kid hmm. that I punched is in the nurse's office because they're like, well, surely if he broke his arm, then this kid must be, you know, messed up in the, nope, he was fine. He's yeah. looking at me going, like, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, I'll explain it tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> so we leave and we go to the walk-in, which was my primary care doctor at the time. The... Uh, I don't know what happened, but we had terrible insurance, and this argument started up between my dad and the uh, head nurse. Yeah. And they would not let me in. And I had a broken arm. I'm, like, cradling literally a broken arm.
1: Yeah, this is, like, how many hours later, like hour after to... hour after yeah we, yeah, so we went straight there. from the school to there you're sitting there in a drenched t-shirt just fucking shaking from yeah. pain and
0: now my dad is having this argument with this nurse i still i don't know if he was right or wrong i have yeah. no idea but they were arguing with him that due to a previous bill he hadn't paid or something they weren't gonna uh take me in yeah and i'm literally sitting there it was the one that was near the walmart with a broken arm yeah and so we left and we went home and I'm like, what are we going to, what are we do? And they're like, you shouldn't have punched the kid. And I'm like, I, what? what, what, what does that have to do? Like, I need to get this done. It was the most stressful situation. We ended up going to Kent County hospital. And the only reason we got in fast was because my uncle used to be a nurse and basically another nurse at the place knew him yeah, and was like, oh, Hey, yeah, come on back. And he wrapped my arm real good, and then they scheduled an appointment with the uh, university orthopedics, and um, that was how it went. Like I, I had to wait in between until all this stuff happened. Yeah. But just to start it out with, like,
1: yeah, we're not going to serve you. Like yeah. you're no good. No, no, you're you're not coming in. with your, I was, with your fucking floppy. Yeah, I was arm.
0: 14. Oh So it's God. like, come on. Guys.
1: So your voice is cracking and shit. You
0: please help me. Yeah. And they they just didn't care. So, um, yeah, but those are my both of my broken arms. And like I said before.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing you didn't get the bubble wrap cast this time that lets you go in the pool. No,
0: it, it even goes further than that. I, got, um, I, got, I did get the bubble wrap cast because that was standard by this point. Oh, okay. Um, but a couple of weeks later, I went with my mom. Yeah. And we went to University of Orthopedics to get the cast cut off. And they cut off the cast. And then the guy comes over with the brace. And he goes, okay, so this is, um, you know, with your insurance, it's going to be $150. And my mom was like, I don't have this money. And we left. And my arm was still broken. It was like still healing. And I remember having it on the window of the car like this and just feeling the the air go over it. And it was like too sensitive. Because you haven't felt your arm like that in a month.
1: It hasn't moved. Right. I'm feeling that right now with my finger. Like I have to do physical therapy even though I just broke the tip of my finger because it doesn't bend all the way. Yeah.
0: But I mean that was uh, you, you really smushed it. We'll talk about that. Oh yeah, we will. Um, but so um, I we ended up going to like Walmart or something and getting like a an ace just one of like copper brace. tones.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the, uh, pretty much.
0: And um, th- it was like a good year and a half that I had to yeah. use that thing on and off because it just had problems. Eventually, it did heal. You know, I can I can also move it without it cracking. Yeah, it's just I have to avoid cracking it because I can feel the the nerve or the bone or whatever, all um, messed up.
1: Unfortunately, your jump shot was never the same. Oh, no, I was always good at basketball.
0: I played basketball every single day. I'm not kidding. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I played basketball <laughs> every day. I was great for a while. And then? I, no, I'd be the kid that they handed the basketball to, and they were like, you can't do a behind-the-back half-court shot, and then I'd do it, and they'd be like, you can't do it again, and then I'd do it. And the coaches were like, why don't you play basketball? And it's like, well, I tried in eighth grade and you didn't want me, so.
1: Yeah. I tried
0: tried in jeans and and a t-shirt like this, running suicides in front of every kid in the middle school. And everybody else had, like, their gym clothes and stuff. That was the semester I didn't have gym clothes. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have gym clothes at the school. And they were like, basketball tryouts today. And I was like, fuck it, like, I'll just do it. And apparently they didn't want me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so I, I did the one tryout and then they, Ugh. the other kids on the basketball team already were like, yeah, coach doesn't like it when people don't have their sweats or some
1: crap. And I was like, I don't care. I'm I'm done. Fuck them. Yeah. You're doing, look at, look at us now. Look at us. Look now. at us now. No crows in the house. Here on, don't start of. me talking. Don't start me talking.
0: <laughs> and this is why we call it that. Cause it just yes. it
1: goes. All right. So that's, that's my arms. Your arms. That's how I broke both arms. My knee, your arms. Let's get to my teeth. (laughs) Shall we?
0: I mean, yeah. Let's do it.
1: This is later on in my childhood. I'm probably um, in Fort Belvoir at this point. Mm. Still pretty young. About mm, 11, 12. Sure. Around there. And Razor scooters were super popular back then. I wasn't cool enough to get a skateboard or a bike or rollerblades or you know, whatever. But I had a razor scooter. Razor scooters were cool for a while.
0: They were pretty cool. But they they tried to have a comeback a couple of years ago and they yeah. they're awful. Yeah. And and people who ride them are, are I see videos all the time of them on the skate parks just being yeah. jerks to everybody and it's like, Okay dude, you're riding a razor scooter. Like yeah.
1: come on. And now we have the bird scooters out there. They're just you know I, I What I, are those? The uh, electric scooters oh, right, right, that right, right. they like have the around, or... yeah, Spin yeah, yeah. Bird, whatever, whatever fucking shell corporation is feeding China these fucking things. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so harvesting I, our
0: data. That's it. Mm.
1: I have a Razor scooter, and yes, I did that spinny thing where you whack your fucking Achilles a bunch of times. Always hurt, but uh, this is not that. So one day before school, I was riding my Razor scooter in my driveway you know, in in, out of the garage, down the slope, and like into the sidewalk. My friend is with me as well, doing the same thing. Uh, And on about the fifth try, just like five minutes before the bus is coming, we can see it in the distance, you know? And I decide to whip around the corner and go farther than I ever had with such speed. And my wheel hits a bump. Mm -hmm. And when your wheel hits a bump stops yeah however just that old fucker science guy with the wig says objects in motion stay in motion and i stayed in motion <laughs> until i hit the ground face first teeth first which onto one has the th- wig isn't it newton they all had wigs oh you you're talking about way back yeah okay with like powdered wig yeah, okay they, they i was wigs.
0: like does bill nye have a wig he might if, if so that's a convincing wig yeah. i don't like him because deflate gate no. He yeah. he put up... He's a scientist. He, he knows nothing about the pressure of yeah. the footballs, apparently. Yeah. He puts up a whole video because he's a Baltimore Ravens fan. I, yeah. I, I,
1: it's years ago. Hey. It's years ago. Hey, Bill Nye. Let's deflate that ego, huh? Huh? Anyway, so I land teeth first. Into as the, you do. Into the fucking sidewalk and break... Let me clarify. As you do. Yes. You do this often. Yes. Yeah, in your life. And uh, I broke my front teeth to the nerve and again screeched in pain because now, like, now adult teeth adult teeth oh yeah all the baby chicklets have f- since flown the coop of course these were my regular uh, nice teeth just your chompers yes, yeah, just my fucking chomp and I break them to the nerve and I'm screeching on the sidewalk like a dying fucking pig and like my, friends, be laughing, but my friend's freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking know. Go get somebody. Go get somebody, please. And my mom comes out, drives me to the dentist. They give me something to put me under. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. at that point, I was like, I was already afraid of the dentist.
0: Yeah, laughing gas or something. And at this
1: point, a laughing gas bonked me on the head with a fucking bat. I don't know what it was like. Mm. But I end up waking up, and they uh, gave me, like, not implants but like they uh what, what did it call it
0: um, uh dentures or no, no, or no, no not de- f- uh
1: veneers they filled them in oh uh crowns no Crown, uh fillings. fillings 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 or crowns you, you know what i'm fucking they they did something to his they his mouth. they made them look like they did before but with fake shit sure so uh i've broken these sets this uh I've broken these teeth many times because they're not as durable, yeah, as uh, like your regular teeth are. Because your teeth can grow back and have that you know nice enamel layer. And uh, I don't, I'm not a fucking dentist.
0: But did you just say your teeth can grow back?
1: Not grow back, but you know the the layers. They're working on that. The layers. Believe can... it or not, they're working on a
0: vaccine to grow teeth back. Hallelujah, I, dude! If they can do it, it that'll yeah. help a lot of people. Right? That um, help a lot of shit ton people. Yeah. But,
1: but anyway, you know. uh, they've broken a lot over the years. They are since broken now. I won't show you because they're gory. But, yeah. you know, uh, mixed martial arts and teeth don't mix, turns out. So, <laughs> yeah. Get at it. Yeah. Let's get you.
0: All right. So I, I'm going to actually go into the dentist real Ooh. quick because, and this wasn't on my list, but he reminded me of it with his mm. horrid story of, of losing his two front teeth and, mm. and all the others. Yes. Um, so uh, when I was a really little kid, I had a big gap, which I don't anymore and that's because they went up and they cut into the top of my gums up here and fixed it jesus i don't know how that works but it worked it worked um but i was five i got taken out of kindergarten Mm. my stepmom took me to the appointment and um first of all biggest goddamn needle i had ever seen up to that point yeah anytime that they put you with novocaine it's the same needle. So if you go to the dentist, it's it's like that long. It's a huge needle. They put it right in. They yeah. novocaine you up. As an adult, I can do it, but like the dentist just tried to sick it on me without telling me. And I was like, wait a minute, man. Like, let me brace for this for two seconds. Yeah. Like, okay, do it. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. I just need a moment to collect myself. But as a kid, that is yeah. the most terrifying thing. As a five-year-old, this is going in your mouth. And the guy was telling me, oh, come on, my my daughter does this all the, uh, you know, which first of all, does this all the time? Like this sadistic.
1: All the time? Oral surgeon who just, yeah, I got to keep on going in there and fixing her. Daddy's got to test it, kid. Yeah. Fucking needle this big. Right. (laughs) So
0: anyways, they they get all up there and they do what they need to do. They sew it up with this. um,
1: uh, It dissolves eventually, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and what the guy told my stepmom was, okay, so when he's healing, take him to Dell's, get him a lemonade, lemon lemonade with a straw. Yeah. All the muscles up here have always been messed up because of this surgery. Yeah. But the first day as we're going home, she stops at Dell's, gets me a lemonade. It was the most painful. And lemon? Yeah. Lemon. Like... Just burning just citrus, the top of my mouth. Citrus. In and it was right room. as the Novocaine was wearing off. Yeah. So it was like the worst possible time to do it. Yeah. And um, in the end, it healed up okay. It yeah. still makes me nervous to this day thinking about it. But that's, yeah, that's the one dentist story I
1: got. Because, yeah. ow. Dentists in general are just really archaic still. Yeah, They've, made, they've made a bunch of like... I, I will say...
0: The last time that I went into the dentist, and I told you about the, he had to, you know, I just give me a second before yeah, you yeah, stab yeah. me with this needle. Yeah. Um, he also filled a cavity like that. I looked yeah. at it, sorry, afterwards, I looked at my tooth in the mirror, and you couldn't even tell that there was a filling. It matched the color of the tooth. Yeah. And I got fillings in the back that are old school mercury, they're like, or whatever it was, and they're, um, it, you know, blackened by yeah. this point. They were silver once, but, you know, years of Oreos. um. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, like, usually I'm cool with the dentist and stuff like that yeah. now. Um, I think it's because that happened. And I think I'm cool with needles because of that and E. coli, which is the next one I'm going to go into. Yeah. Um, so, E. coli. It turns out you can't go swimming in sewage. Who knew?
1: Sorry, Scarborough.
0: Um, there was a uh, an outbreak of E. coli in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is where we are right now. And this is back, it must have been 2004 or five in the summertime. We had a powerboat that was mm. down at Allens Harbor, and we took it up to Greenwich Bay, um, which is where my uncle and his sailboat were at the time. And me and his kids were jumping between the boats, we were swimming around in the harbor. Which, first of all, if you don't know, that's where all the waste from all the boats goes. That's where all the gas goes. It's not a good place to swim. You're swear, not supposed
1: to be swimming in it. It's where a lot of sewage empties out a lot of the time.
0: And that's the big one. They accidentally emptied out a bunch of biohazardous waste. I say accidentally.
1: Oops. Oopsie. we
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I'm I'm swimming around in it, must have swallowed some water. And I get E. coli, which was horrid. We go to the, the um, walk-in or my primary care doctor.
1: Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, trying, no,
0: we can't take you because of some insurance thing. Fuck you. D- it was before that. <laughs> it was right before that. But they're going... Like, it was uh, seventh grade, so the insurance thing happened two years later. Yeah. Um. So they're going... Be, be, trying to take blood. Boop, yeah. boop, boop. They stabbed me, like, ten times with a needle. Like, all right, like get ready. <sighs> nope, not a vein. All right, come on, let's... Uh not a vein couldn't find a vein because i was so dehydrated from the E. coli. yeah um and uh then after 10 tries they went you know we could just do a finger prick oh oh could you could you yeah I'll yeah f- thank you oh. oh yeah 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 what so then sitting there they they prick my my finger which also hurts yeah and they take you know vials of blood which like if you didn't know like if you cut your finger and get vials of blood FYI. So much fucking blood. Yeah. So they did that and they tested me and they're like, yeah, it's E. coli. So here, we're going to give you these medications. They give me two medications that cause thrush. If you don't know what thrush is, don't look it up. I'm not going to put pictures on this podcast. It's a bird. It, no, it's when your throat becomes coated in yellow blisters on the inside. I could not eat anything except for whole pieces of Captain Crunch. Don't know why. With milk and steak. We had these steaks in the freezer and I mm. could eat a a bite of steak, I could swallow it whole. Yeah. So that was all I ate. I couldn't eat anything like jello, pudding, anything that coated the it was the worst feeling I've ever had. Yeah. So sick. It was like strep throat times a million. And then on top of that, the symptoms of E. coli are just gross and shitty. I was sweating like crazy. I had a crazy fever. Mm. Just your your insides are just awful. And then, like, a year or two later, there were these micro plushies that they made. And I still have it. It's in storage right now. But it's a little E. coli guy that my dad and my brother got for me because they (laughs) thought it would be funny. And to this day, it's one of my favorite things I own because it's Uh, like, I beat it. You know, if I died from it, it would be sad.
1: Yeah. But I beat it. We wouldn't be able to do this.
0: Right. Yeah. For for other people's enjoyment. Um, yeah.
1: You got another one? Do I have another one? Yeah, uh. See, I could do my work one. You want to do that? Yeah, we'll do the work one. All right. So about two months ago, I was on the job. I work in a lumber yard, and I work in a masonry, you know, department. Mm-hmm. So part of my job is being forklift forklift certified ladies, and uh, you know, moving heavy amounts of stone. But sometimes you have to move stone from one pallet to another pallet that's on the you know forklift. Right, which we were doing that day. I and another one of my employees who is, I want to say, is not at fault for this. It's totally my fault. You know, it just. Things happen. Things happen. So I'm moving a big three by two piece of like bluestone slab. Yeah. Those big fuck off pieces of stone you see that they use for like, uh, I don't know, you'd use them for maybe like steps, big steps, walking up to a garden or like a door. And these fuckers, if you don't know, are heavy as fuck stone stone it's about 400 pounds so me and this are you sure you want to hold this for me real quick thank you me and this buddy have this big piece of stone like this and we're kind of moving it over to the other uh the the forklift which has a pallet on it because we only need one out of the 12 that's on there so we're doing this kind of shimmy back and forth i move forward a little bit i let go he moves forward a little bit i i grab on you know he lets go Back and forth, back and forth. We should be able to do it, right? So uh, it's the end of the day, and I'm moving my side forward, and he moves his side forward. I go to grab my side without realizing that he wasn't done moving his side forward. So my finger got crunched in bet- crushed actually, in between yeah. two pieces of, like, 400-pound bluestone with edges. Mm. So it completely tore the nail bed out. Like, it was up like this, like an old VHS recorder. And it hurt first, I went, ah! And then I looked at it and, it, and all the pain was gone because I crushed the nerves. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. And this kid's face goes white. And he's like, oh, oh, uh, I, um, uh, we got to We, we, we got to I'm like, dude, it's fine. I, I feel fucking great, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so I have been out of work from that. Uh, workman's comp or whatever, you know? Mm. But uh, I'm slowly learning how to bend it again because it was straight with a pin in it about this long into here to keep the bone in place. Yeah. Yeah. Which you didn't know it was that long either. No. Because when you got it taken out, you were like, dude, it was like that. Yeah. No. So when I went to get it taken out like a, a couple weeks ago now, mm. uh, I sit down at the desk. He's like, how does it feel? And I'm like, ah, if it's, it doesn't hurt at all. I mean, I can fucking yeah, no yeah. pain on it. Yeah, and then he still. flicks the tip where the, the pen is, and a jolt goes through. I'm like, ah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that explains it. <laughs> and um, so he's like, do you want it numbed while I take the pen out? I'm like, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What? What? <laughs> no, man, just give me a shot of whiskey. Let's do no, it. No, man, me, give me a fucking bundle of pencils to bite on. And, like, like the Civil War. Yeah, take it out <laughs> with, like, a fucking... So he has, like, a pliers... <laughs> He he injects my finger with like a, a shit ton of numbing solution, which makes my fingers oh. swell up. I remember, I remember. Yeah. And he pulls this fucking thing out, and the most annoying part was, and it's not his fault. This happens literally whenever you're pulling something with the pliers. Sometimes the pliers just slip off. Happened once or twice. Again, I can't feel it, but, but I'm seeing. One it. of
0: those things of like, oh, oh. I'm seeing. Like it, you, you know? think it's gonna come out, and then you're, oh, yeah, all right, okay.
1: And then eventually he pulls it all the way out, and it's this fucking long. Yeah. It's like a nail. Yeah. Like a nail. To keep the whole finger uh, in, yeah. in place yeah. so that it's, you know. So that the bone would heal back to the, the bone, you know? And um, anyway, my fingernail is growing back. It looks like a old piece of cabbage, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey. But the worst part. Which is part, where you got the nickname Baby Nails. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. The worst part about it was he didn't let me keep the nail as a souvenir. Yeah, which is weak. The metal one, you mean? Yeah, the metal nail. Yeah, like, what, Come are you going to use it again? What? No, he put it in, like, that little syringe well, box.
0: Tell, tell them about the metal nail real quick,
1: so they understand. What metal nail? What? The metal nail. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, when I first got the surgery to put my uh, finger back together, they sutured it here and here. So, you can kind of, if you zoom in, you can kind of see a little uh, divot there on the They're not going to zoom in. They're not going to zoom in. Whatever. And they took the nail out. So, if you don't know, uh, if you take a nail out, the opening between your nail bed and the top of your finger will close. Right. And won't produce a nail if it's severely damaged like mine was. So, uh, they bring me in. They put me under. They do all this shit. And they put a metal nail. Yeah. Like an aluminum foil. Like it looked, when he showed
0: it to me, it looked like they had painted with like metallic nail paint yeah. over his fingernail and I was like, that's the coolest. I thought it was permanent too. We'll put up a picture. Yeah, we'll put Go up ahead. a picture of that. But uh it's still pretty gross, but we'll put up a picture yeah. of it.
1: But they put it on there to protect the nail bed from, you know, getting infected or, you know, just yeah. whatever. So the worst thing about this thing is it doesn't hurt at all. I wish they had just chopped the fucking
0: tip you off. You keep saying that. I'm going to say it again. I, I think that you're going to, like, really appreciate the fact that you still have your whole finger. Ah. You'll need to wipe your ass with your left hand or something. When? You'll be like, you know what? This this is working out. When? When you crush your right one another piece of stone. I don't know.
1: You make a point. <laughs> you hadn't thought of that. No, I hadn't. No, it. no, yeah. No, no I hadn't. No. But now I just let's, got this and, creepy And bug. hey,
0: let's hope that doesn't happen. Here's Brian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Your turn. So, um, the next one I got, I just wanted to talk real quick. I got an injury in the Boy Scouts. Um, uh, people always, whenever heart. you say anything about... Yeah, yeah, fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you say anything about the Boy Scouts, it's always... That's the first place people go is like, you know, oh, gay. Or, oh, you know, uh, unfortunately pedophilia because of fucking Scoutmasters doing bad, bad shit. I had a bad time in the Boy Scouts just because I was bullied just normal bullying, and it never really went away, and uh, it was a scoutmaster bullied me, um, that led to other parents not like liking me, Yeah. Um, and then there were people who just bullied me throughout because I was the youngest of my three brothers, so they thought I was, and I was, I was an easy mark, so you know yeah. i just had a bad time i didn't like it i like being out in the wilderness and then there were yeah. all these fucking rules and it's like I, what am i doing out here
1: you're like sitting there like
0: i'm just trying to make a fucking wallet yeah but i got to star scout and i had three four more years and i was like i'm not doing this in high school like i'm i'm done with like i'm i'm not wearing some uniform and going out in the woods so that some guy can bark at me cuz his wife doesn't fuck him anymore and he's stuck with the kid on weekends like i yeah. you know what i mean like i'm i'm good so um we were at the Klondike Derby. The Klondike Derby is a, a get together in the southern part of the state. It might be multi-state. They do a lot of stuff like that at Camp Yagu or um, Camp Canonicus. There's a few places, hmm. and basically it's like a tournament of all the the troops doing like knot tying, and like um, one of them was like a sled race that you do through the mud. Yeah. Um. There, you know, there was like all this all this stuff. One of the things was a big spider web that they put up between two trees made of rope. So it's all these little holes. And the whole Mm. thing was you have to get your whole troop through this, you can't go through the same hole twice. So I volunteered and I said, look, throw me through one of the top holes. You know, one of the high up ones. So these guys, good friends of mine, and these were not, you know, bullies to me, but good friends of mine from the scouts, they were one family and they they were, you know, one of them was real built and the, the other three of them kind of followed suit. He picked me up, and the other ones grabbed my legs, and they rocketed me through, and I hit a fucking table. On the other side. <laughs> I, I went right through, and like ah, uh, and to this day I have back problems because of that. But the next challenge, which makes this even funnier, was like a stretcher challenge where you had to put a scout on a stretcher and get them through an obstacle course. So I was the guy on the stretcher, but not because like oh it's a fun thing to do. Like everybody yes. else on the stretcher was like ooh. And I'm oh. I'm like dying, like my back. There's like a <laughs> knot through it and everything. And it was another one of those, you know, oh. middle class. Oh yeah, you'll be fine. And I yeah. never saw a doctor about it. They just it was leave like, you in the fucking woods. Like, yeah, Ugh. but it was like a problem. Oh god. Yeah. Um, I was so,
1: yeah. I was laughing so hard earlier because you said you couldn't go through the same hole twice, and that's very apt for the Boy Scouts. Ba-doom.
0: This is don't start me talking.
1: Don't. Start me talking.
0: Um, all right. So, uh, let me just, uh, I, I wanted to talk really quickly about the asthma stuff too, because, um, I, uh, I had a lot of trouble with asthma when I was growing up. Sure. And basically I, um, I had it worse than both of my brothers. My brother, Tom had it pretty bad too, but I definitely had the, the worst asthma out of the three of us. I, the first day that we got the pool, Tom and I had an asthma attack because of the chlorine. Mm-hmm. Because when you first treat a pool, it's very, it's it's in the air. Yeah. And we went out and we literally could not breathe. Um, And like my brother Jack was like, you guys are pussies. And, you know, mind you, I'm like seven. Yeah. So that was, you know, it was, it was tough. And uh, I had these kinds of problems uh, growing up all the time. But I just wanted to mention, I had loads of uh, bronchitis and pneumonia exacerbated by the asthma just throughout my life. Okay. Um, but when I was very, very, very young, hmm. I had the scarlet fever, which is like, I don't even know what it is. I just know that I almost died. Hmm. And the, the thing that I remember instigated it, I got a Super Mario Popsicle from an ice cream truck and I ate it. And I went to my mom's room and I threw up all over her bed and it was red. It was just red because hmm. that's the color of the pops so it looked like i threw like at first glance looked like blood second glance you can see the chunks of ice kind of yeah and you're like or sugar or whatever and you're like oh. okay but i threw up and like passed out and my mom said that she knew that i was sick because if i ever as a kid like went to bed on my own because i was a super hyper mm. kid something was wrong and so I went to bed on my own. and She was like, "Oh, that's weird." And then she went to her bedroom and was like, "What the
1: fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: Um, so yeah, so that was that's that was the, that's me. the
1: first time she knew you because you went to bed, and then it wasn't the the, the projectile vomiting blood. Op- well, she <laughs> didn't she
0: didn't know that it was it was um, in a different room. Oh, you
1: did. You, she didn't hear it. You did it like a fucking cat. You just took a shit
0: in the corner and left it. Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Cool. I, well, then I went to sleep, so I didn't think yeah. to tell anybody. I yeah, was I like. Just And, like, I guess I had, uh, you know, 105 fever and, like, the whole nine yards and all that stuff. Yeah. There's a few times. I've almost died, um, like, of random stuff. I'm pretty sure I got COVID in 2019. In late 2019, I'm, like, 90% sure that what I had was COVID because I thought I was going to die. Mm. It was really, really bad.
1: You got another one? Do I have another one? Uh, Not really, no. All right, I, oh, I can keep going, because like, I, like, I got a laundry he's got, list here. I've got four fucking things written here. Yeah. He's got, like, a fucking... <laughs> Just, like, broke both arms.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so the, the I guess, the last one that I've got, really, I mean, sure. I've had stuff like strep throat and bronchitis and pneumonia, like I said, but um, I got H1N1, which is the swine flu. swine flu. I got it the year it was big.
1: i got it the popular you you got it when it was like you know popping off yeah when it was good to have but i
0: like there it was a whole to do yeah so my parents um my dad and my stepmom did special events Mm. and sometimes like once a year maybe twice a year they'd get a job where they had to fly somewhere and do a job and they would usually go to i think it was saint martin might have been saint thomas one of the two and um They were doing this rooftop party, so they had to go down there. They left me with my mom. and uh, Or I'm sorry, my mom came in later. They left me with my granddad. And my granddad at this point would have been 82, 83? Young man. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm staying over his house. Mm. It's prep rally week. He gave me a red shirt because that was the color for juniors. And um, I went in. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, I just felt like shit. And so I took off, it was this L.L. Bean shirt that was um, like uh, corduroy or something, and it was really heavy, and I thought that that was it, and then I just kept on just flop sweat. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. So I went down to the nurse's office, and they're like, well, the swine flu's going around. Somebody went to Mexico uh, with their family, and they brought back the swine flu. So the school was on alert. It was on the news that our school in particular was on alert for the swine flu. And they were like, all right, so as a result of that, we need to take the swabs. For the government then the government department of health in rhode island they'll get back to you if if it turns out to be whatever but they'll send you the results either way so i go okay and then they do what everybody learned in COVID, which is uh, ha! You know. right
1: up yeah right up the fucking nasal canal
0: yes in the worst possible way and um
1: you know they swab me and they take the
0: swab from the back of my throat and they're like okay we'll we'll tell you what happens but they called my uh my dad and he's in saint martin so he sent my aunt to come get me. At the same time, I think she called my mom, so they showed up at the school at the same time. And my aunt was like, oh, I'll take him back to my house, which was on the other side of town. And my mom was like, no, I gotta take him to my house, which was, she was living with her mom at that point. And her mom was just as old, if not two years older than my granddad. So, um, I get there, and I'm downstairs, and I'm just, you know, like, ugh. Yeah. And they basically were like, he cannot be here. Like, you need yeah. You need to get him out of here. Yeah. So um, they brought me to my house.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, again, my parents are gone. My brother, uh, Tom, was staying, I think, with my Uncle Bill. My brother, Jack, had his own place with his girlfriend by that point. So I'm alone. And my mom basically comes up, sets me up in my bed, which I think was still a bunk bed at this point, And she goes, all right, well, see ya. And she took off. And so I'm sitting in bed and like flop sweat, like worse than I'd ever had no medication, no antibiotics. I think we went to the doctor and they were like, ah, you know, it's probably a viral thing. Here's, here's an APAC. Um, and, um, you know, that was it. Well, I, I'm sitting there and eventually one of my stepmoms friends came with like Gatorade and soup and she came up and she's real sweet. And she's just like, if you need anything, here's my number, you know, you call me. And then I just passed out for the rest of the weekend. Didn't wake up, didn't do anything. I wake up on Monday morning and, you know, I feel fine. So I get up and I'm like, okay, I've missed enough school. I, I got to go back. It was either Monday or Tuesday. I went back to school. Two months go by. And um, there's a vaccine hmm. for the H1N1. So I go in with 20 bucks that my dad gave me and, you know, the permission slip. And the nurse looks at me like I'm crazy and is like, what are you doing here? I'm like, uh, oh, you know h1 swine flu vaccine used 20 bucks and she goes no you already had it i'm like what and she's like yeah you had it don't you remember we did the swabs the state got back to us you have swine flu and it's like nobody ever called us nobody left nobody fucking
1: told you just sitting there
0: oh my god yeah and so i had gone around first of all came back into contact with my you know my grandma um came into contact with my aunt my mom all these other people, my, my stepmom's friend, none of them knew that I had swine flu. It could have been really bad. I could yeah. have been like patient zero, typhoid Mary or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Typhoid Benny, hey. Typhoid Benny. Yeah. Swine flu Benny. That'd be me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a fun addendum to that story, which sure. I think I've told you. You might have. Um, so I'm sitting in the in the principal's office, and then there's an announcement over the loudspeaker. Can the following students come to the spine? Spine was an area outside the library and the auditorium where you gathered in the morning before school started. And it was also where seniors got to, like, eat lunch.
1: It was a big, long, fuck-off hallway with benches on either side. Right. And, and a
0: huge window with e- one wall. At
1: each end was, like, a spiral staircase to go, to go upstairs to the... Yes, there was
0: corners. one spiral staircase. Yeah. And
1: then on the other side, there was just a regular corner so, staircase. So, fun fact, the guy who designed that school designed prisons. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the top two floors were like the catwalks that the guards would walk on yeah. with the cells. And that was like the eating area or like commerce. Like, you, you know.
0: It was real weird. It's yeah. a weird designed school. It is. Um, but anyways, I, so I, they call my name over the announcements. Like, can the following students come to the spine? And one of them, you know, Benny Williams. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I'm it's flop sweat. So to go even further back. About a week earlier, I found somebody's keys on the ground, okay? No big deal, just somebody's Honda, they got, you know, their first car or whatever, Yeah. and they dropped their keys. So I bring them to the office, and I say, hey, listen, somebody dropped their keys, make sure that they get back to the person that they're supposed to, you know, make sure they get back to the person. And they go, oh, wow, that's so nice, what's your name? And I, you know, Benny, and put down my homeroom and stuff, and they're like, okay, see ya! I'm like, all right. And I just went back on with life. And, you know, then I got the swine flu. And I'm sitting waiting for my mom to come pick me up. And uh, I get this announcement. So I go to the spine. And the principal is there. And he's got his, you know, nice suit on. He's got all these pins. And he's handing out pins to people and shaking their hand and then turning for the camera. So there's a photo of me, which is like the Michael Scott photo with the long hair. and the But it's just me flop sweat, smiling. Shaking hands with the principal as he gives me this skipper pride pin, and I'll put a little insert to the pin yeah. right here and um yeah so i I got that i could have spread h one n one to the principal the nurse <laughs> nurse didn't care whatsoever it was uh it was a shit show is yeah, what it was it was a
1: shit show and uh <laughs> yeah that that's crazy that that happened, and that like they just didn't like ah, he he seems all right yeah. You're just sitting in the basement alone listening to, like, fucking nobody knows what it's like. (laughs) No, it wasn't, like,
0: it wasn't even that. It was just, I was, like, imagine just a softly lit room, like, an overcast day, that kind of lighting in a room with the blinds down. And I'm just laying underneath these covers, sweating my ass off, but being frozen. Just sitting there, like, just for, for like, a weekend. Because it happened on, like, a Thursday. So yeah. it was like Friday,
1: Saturday, Sunday. So you basically lived out renton's like fucking detox and train spotting which is, <laughs> yeah. ah, the fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And
0: like didn't watch TV, didn't play video games. It was like the sickest I've ever been and I almost yeah. died.
1: You are pretty sick.
0: Most times. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: It's is the truth. You're
0: constantly ill. Yeah. Um, That's right. You know. I I do get sick a lot. Um I got uh like I said, I think in uh November of 2019, I'm pretty sure I got COVID Mm -hmm. because I lived across the street from St. Raphael's Academy at the time, like literally across the street. And that's where the epidemic happened in Rhode Island because they went to Italy and they came back with COVID. I got so sick. My um, uncle was sick. And then we went on a shopping trip with him and we all got sick. And it was like pink phlegm. It was all the stuff that they said. Yeah. All the symptoms that they said. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm triple, whatever it is, quadruple vaxxed at this point. I, I, you know, I lick the boot of the government with all that stuff, I guess. I, I, yeah. love, I love the government. Yeah. I love the government. Okay? We love the
1: government here. Um, we are for more government. Um, don't worry about the government. Don't, don't worry about any of it. Mm. Um, we are shills. <laughs> <laughs> I am.
0: I certainly am. But, um, yeah, and again, like, it was one of those things, like, everybody in my house kind of got sick at the same time, and we were all like, all right, we're all sick, like, let's just, you know, stay in, like, you know, limit contact with other people and stuff and just get better. And then um, right after that, COVID happened, like, three months later, on um, March 13th, 2020, I was at work um, the day before. Right. But on the 13th, I needed to go and get my registration done. Because I finally had enough money to like fix something on my car that made it so that I could get the registration finished. Got the registration taken care of. It was like the best day because like I had been nervous when I was in Florida, they towed my car because the registration was out at one point and I didn't have the money to get it out. Had to borrow money. It was like a whole situation. Finally, I can park in the BJ's parking lot and I don't have to worry about somebody coming along and like taking my car. So I went that day and I got a BJ's membership. Went up to the counter with a coupon, twenty-five bucks a year. For like the gold one I'm like give it to me and um, i'm walking through bj's and it's like people are grabbing off the shelves all this stuff and i had seen yeah. on the news but it was like what the hell is going on here and literally that night get the email we're closing down the office we're going to be work from home from now on mm. everything shut down that day all the late night shows if you ever want a really entertaining uh experience go back and watch the late night shows from the week of March 13th, and right before and right after. Because what happened was, like, Colbert, Fallon, Kimmel, all those guys. I think um, Conan was still on at that point, James Corden, and uh, Seth Meyers. I know, but he was he was on. Um, those guys had to figure out what to do. Yeah. And that first couple episodes of them being alone in their big studios, they're some of the funniest episodes of anything They've ever done Um, Colbert came in and he's wearing like a button down shirt, but not a suit. And he's saying to his producer, this is the rehearsal. But after this, I am leaving. Like I'm out of here after this, I'm going. So it's this fascinating case study in like what happens when things break down in the production environment. But there's another example of that. Even earlier when Craig Ferguson left the late, late show. Yeah. There was a, month, two months before they got Corden uh, signed, where they were trying to cycle, yeah, I know, where they were trying to cycle through hosts to figure out who would be the best host. And Adam Pally and Ben Schwartz, uh, Jean-Ralphio, right and Adam, Pal- Adam Pally was from uh, The New Girl, and a few other things too. They did this hosting stint during a blizzard, so none of their guests showed up. They had like one NFL guy who did a remote for them where they talked to him. And the two of them, it's it's like watching one of those COVID shows. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, so uh, our millions of viewers out there. And then Ben Schwartz is like, dude, like, there's no way we have this many viewers. Like, manage your expectations, because our audience is nobody right now. And they're both just laughing their asses off, having a great time. Yeah. Because they know, like, it's a huge mistake somebody hired us to do this. Like, we shouldn't be here. Neither of us are suited for this. Just like us. Yeah. But without an audience, like, Kimmel.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Fallon. Oh, it's like, ugh. With
0: nothing to, to get from somebody else. Those, it's like the most soulless. Those and shows, it's not necessarily their fault.
1: But it is. Those shows, without the audience, it's like watching some of these, like, sitcoms without the laugh track it's depressing as hell it's exactly that it's fucking terrible and it's like yeah what the fuck is but
0: then right so they had to adjust their format again so immediately after all the covid shows where they had the big full studio and whatever they all had to change colbert started doing it from his home Mm. and that was really awkward so they put him in a broom closet at cbs that they turned into a little mini studio for him Um, the rest of them kind of followed suit. I think Seth Meyers did it from home the whole time until they came back into the studio. Then they started back in the studio and they didn't have audiences again. Right. So, like, it's this very weird era of late night that I think kind of killed it. Because I I like late night enough, but we've talked about this before, where it's like that format doesn't really work for anything because you have access to all these people in, like, a much bigger forum um, on podcasts.
1: Yeah. Why would I sit down and listen to a 10 minute pre-recorded fucking thing with like Robert Downey Jr. Right. When I can watch a three hour podcast and learn about his whole life and what he's going to be talking about. Or you go
0: and you watch something like Senior, which is about his dad. You find out more about him than you you would ever know about Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. but yeah, the, the format is just kind of like an advertisement. Yeah. Which is a good thing, and it's necessary to that business. I guess, yeah. But it, like now that we're seeing the strike happen, you see a movie like Blue Beetle, which I thought Blue Beetle was good. Th- Thumbs up for me. I, I saw it in the theater. And it's like it just went out to die because mm. people are so soured on DC right now because of Flash, because of um, Shazam, uh, because of Black Adam, which if you're out there, Rock. If you're out there, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Black Adam is not whatever you think it is. It is It is not. I, I don't know where he got the idea this guy's like a cool anti-hero. I don't know where he got any of this stuff. He's talking about like when I was a kid, when I was reading Black Adam comics, like they were the coolest thing. And it's like, you weren't reading Black Adam comics. If you were reading anything, you were reading Shazam comics with Black Adam in them. Yeah. But...
1: You can't lie to us, Rock.
0: Yeah. But, I trusted like, you. All all the, he had to do, all he had to do, one of two things, okay? Number one, he should have been Shazam. That's number one, because a kid turning into The Rock and The Rock playing that scene would have been amazing. But you did Jumanji, so you undercut that, and, and you couldn't have been Shazam at that point. You would have been a great Shazam with the hair. If, if they'd put the hair on The Rock, he looks like Shazam. He looks like Shazam. Yeah. Um, that's number one. Number two, be the villain for Shazam. Just be the villain for Shazam. You could have even turned it around and, and, oh, in the end, he's actually a good guy. And reframe the character that way so that you can have your own solo movie. and Everybody's yeah. happy because everybody does like The Rock, or at least they did before this. You pit him up against the kids from Shazam. And you show the, the two different sides of that universe. The guy who was trapped into it and the kids who are looking at it like it's fun. Would have been great, but they just Ah! shot themselves in the foot.
1: I'm glad we talked about this because The Rock has injured me with Black Adam, and this episode is about injuries. So, you know, we've both been personally injured by The Rock. If you have to, we're getting together a class action lawsuit against Dwayne Rockford Johnson. He can't keep doing this. He can't keep getting away with it. (laughs)
0: Big breaking bad fan. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of breaking bad and Saul and, and yeah. to an extent El Camino, but
1: you're a fan of breaking arms. This
0: has been Don't Start Me Talking. Don't start me talking. And uh I got I got yeah, nothing else. I, that was the list. Uh H1N1, Scarlet Fever, E. coli, strep throat, bronchitis, asthma, pneumonia, dentist, which I wrote in. Hmm. Broke both arms. <laughs> And Boy Scout back injury, um, which to this day, I still have severe back problems from that. And it's never been diagnosed, but I know that that's what it is, because nothing else ever happened like that. So, fun times.
1: You have, like, a checklist of all, like, the old world diseases. You have, like, <laughs> Typhoid yellow and, fever and fucking... Yeah, yeah like, uh, dysentery, and, dysentery. Well, dysentery still happens. Yeah, it still happens, but, um, you yeah. know. You know.
0: But anyways that's it for us please like and subscribe um yeah anything to plug
1: uh shout out to ashley who helped us out yes with our logo that yeah fine which logo. Uh, we're gonna bust right up on here right now yes we are and uh we'll put her social under there if you want to go f- give her a follow check her out yeah
0: look at some good art
1: get some of her art yeah
0: and uh thank you very much
1: thank you signing off goodbye